Ladies and gentlemen, episode two, Matty Chimber podcast. Holy crap, he's doing it. He's actually following through and being in a responsible podcaster. This is amazing. Just kidding. I'm probably going to stop after this week because I ain't got time for this bullshit. No, I'm just kidding. I'll keep doing it. What's going on? Hope everybody had a good week. Everybody watched the Super Bowl. Everybody enjoyed the snow back east. I feel like majority of my listeners are Connecticut, so I can drop specific references like that. <laughs> Saw a bunch of pictures on Facebook. I love when on Facebook where you're from, anything significant happens. That like my whole news feed was just photos of trees with snow on it. Like I didn't know what the fuck it looked like. Looked great. Not gonna lie, but um, yeah. After the third one, I was pretty over it. But that's kind of like people who move away. I feel like Connecticut people have friends who move to sunny areas, you know. And then their whole fucking Facebook statuses is saying how blessed they are to be in the sun. And screenshotting the weather, showing zero rain for the next two months. And it's very annoying. As as a person in California, that's actually super annoying to deal with. Is like people acting like they're blessed to live out here. They're like, so blessed. So blessed I live in Cali. You weren't chosen to live here, right? Anybody can. You just fucking decided to go. Quit acting like you you were selected to enjoy this weather. You need a good climate where you have a steady balance of rain and fucking sun. We need all this constant sun bullshit. They said out here, this is a fact. No, I don't know how factual, but apparently the reason why... (laughs) This is actually funny. The reason why California people are so, like, fucking happy is because they're actually getting too much sun. It's too much vitamin D, they said. I could be completely wrong. This might be actually... Sounds like a Sunny Delight ad. But basically, they're too happy because they're getting too much vitamin D, and it's making them a little loopy, as they say. Which, the more I hear that, the more it, like, makes sense that... Everyone out here is just creepishly happy all the time, you know what I'm saying? They'll have, like, a fucking... Everyone out here is, like, a morning person all day long, if that makes sense, you know? They're always fucking cheerful and waving, yet they drive, like, pieces of shit, but I feel like everybody does. That makes sense, so I feel like weather definitely... Definitely has an impact on how you are as a person. That's why everyone back in the Northeast is just grumpy fucks. People back home... Being that I'm from Connecticut, once you move away and you look back (laughs) and you look back to see how everyone is for the most part, such dicks. It's a lovable dick, no homo. But sorry, that's a douchey thing to say. But I didn't mean to say like a lovable dick. Uh, well, I did, but no, I didn't. Okay, stop, relax. Um, no, it's true. Like it's almost endearing how rude they are. To the point where I don't know what it is like growing up there. I can hear the the kindness via insult. Does that make any sense? Like someone's like, what's up you fucking piece of shit? They're not saying, they're not being rude. They're being kind. And I can hear it. I think it's just a lot of people, and this has been said before. I don't want to act like I'm one, just one, the one to, Jesus fucking Christ, speak, Matt. I'm not the one who, like, discovered this, but it's, like, true. People can, if they are comfortable around comfortable around you, like, they'll be more mean, but just means they like you more, which is such a fucking true thing. But it's sad because not <laughs> the rest of the country isn't like that. 
Shocker. Oh my god, my knee is itching, sorry. Nobody fucking acts like that, for the most part. Just the Northeast, we're just miserable to each other, and we assume everybody does that as an act of endearment, when in actuality, the second you leave where you're from, whether it's Massachusetts or fucking Connecticut or New York, uh, people act normal. Like, when I moved out here, I... And the sad, the creepiest thing is I don't realize I'm being mean, or I don't realize people don't like it, you know? So I moved out here five years ago, holy shit, and uh, just being, <laughs> I think I'm being, like, playfully rude, but people just, it's funny to look back on, but people just think I'm being a complete piece of shit to them. Like, guys out here don't bust balls, they don't get it. Which absolutely blows my... Like, a guy who can't bust balls, like... I don't care if that's a regional thing. Like, that doesn't make sense. Like, dudes getting, like, upset when you're, like, fucking ripping on them. It's like, if you're gonna walk out wearing a fucking scarf and it's, like, 85 degrees out and you don't think I'm gonna rip on you for that, you're crazy. I'm not the crazy one for ragging on you. You're the crazy one for wearing it. Like, it's so obvious, and that's what, that's, as president, that's the rule, a law I'll implement for the rest of the country. If a man's wearing something that is not, that's not, it's not that it's not acceptable, but it's like, if you're going to put that on, you better be ready to get shit for what the fuck you're doing. If you're going to wear a fedora, I know that's a hacky piece of article of clothing to get made fun of for, but it's like, if you're going to wear something that's going to draw that much attention, you better be ready to get shit for it. Too many fucking guys just like making fun of them out here for their whatever they're wearing or some shit, and they're just looking at me like I'm the most insensitive piece of shit ever. God damn it. Bring back bullying. Bring Let's bring it back. It's not bad. Use it. Obviously don't pick on people that are like have real problems. I'm saying let's use it as a treatment to get rid of certain fashion trends. I think use it as like a – it's like you always hear how they're trying to train diseases to f- train like viruses to kill diseases or like, like cancer. Let's train bullying to kill tr- – awful trends of like fashion that's such a good idea one wave of focused bullying would easily take out fedoras and scarves like easily just one someone walks out treat it like a fucking you're carpet bombing a city someone just walks out you're like nice scarf you pussy and they're just like oh crap and then that's gone okay that's that problem and then we pull back let society do its thing, and then we pick up on the next awful trend. Oh, you're dabbing? Whatever the fuck dance that is. If you don't know what it is, look it up. Why are we not making fun of people for doing these things? Like, it should be a very common thing. And you know what? Don't look at it as we're being bullies. Look at it. We're, t- we're, doing, we're doing everyone else a favor. I think this is a great idea. And, um... That was my presidential campaign. I hope everybody enjoyed it. I'm running for mayor of Studio City. I would love to see what would happen if that was implemented. Just a bunch of dickheads walking around. I don't know. Is that normal? I feel like I don't feel genuine when I'm just trying to be nice. I feel like I'm almost a robot when I'm trying to like be 
nice to somebody other than like my girlfriend. Like if it's another like dude and I'm just, hey man, good job. I feel like such a bitch <laughs> for saying that. That's such a pussy thing. Like genuinely complimenting someone. Uh, I'm good with that. I'll stick to making fun of you for your bitch tits. Speaking of bitch shits, I came back from the gym. I don't know. I think it's a trend that um, I will be doing this podcast post-gym every week, you know? Just because, now, it's not a common thing, but I think it just fits in my schedule. I'm so fucking busy that I just have to fit it in. And it just so happens that, coincidentally, last week I did this after the gym, and now this week I'm doing it after the gym. And let me tell you, every week I will come here with something else to bitch about that uh, I saw at the gym. Now, I'm all for sharing equipment, you know what I'm saying? You go after work, you go to the gym after work, it's busy. People got to get in and out, we got shit to do, whether you're going to go home and cook, go home and do nothing, I don't care. It's busy, this kid was like, hey man, I'm just getting on bench, just getting ready to crank up the heat and start throwing stuff, and uh, this kid's like, yo, do you care if I work in? I'm like... No, not at all. I don't give a fuck. If anything, good, because usually I'm doing it alone, and the chances of me dropping a fucking barbell on my neck are very high, and I don't want to die while people think I'm struggling getting it up, when in actuality I'm twitching because I've been dead for a minute and a half. (laughs) That's fucking funny and creepy. Uh, This kid's like, yo, can I do it? I'm like, sure, whatever. So I do my set. He gets on, does his set. Chuck on some more weight. You got to work up get to a peak, you know, feel the burn, and then you got to work back down, do a little pyramid. So anyways, we're uh, two sets in. We got a good rhythm going. This kid just starts talking to somebody. Like you, first off, don't come into my house. At that point in time, that bench press was my house. Don't come over here, eat up my time on my piece of equipment when you're now going to just start shooting the shit. What are you doing? Stop talking at the gym. The only words that should be said are, are you done with that? Can I work in? And something that has to do with that workout. I don't care how strict, I sound strict now, but trust me, it's for the good of everybody. I think I mentioned this last week, how like Planet Fitness doesn't allow like grunting. Who fucking cares? They shouldn't allow random shooting the shit. A part of me, like I was in such a predicament, I'm very anti-confrontational, so obviously I had zero... There was zero chance of me being, like, saying anything. Maybe if it got to the point where it was, like, ridiculous, like, fucking five, ten minutes of this kid shooting his shit. They are talking about, like, the Super Bowl. Mind you, sorry, I'm going to go off a little tangent. So, not only is this kid talking to someone about some random shit while I'm trying to just get in and out, they're now talking about the Super Bowl. Okay, that's fine. But it's not like they were talking about it like they're football fans one of the kids legit goes, yo, I can't even pretend to be a football fan. The other guy's like, yeah, I really didn't. So it's like you're not even talking about dude shit, which would almost be acceptable. Like I, a part of me is like, you know, if you're talking about Denver or whoever, whatever and you genuinely care about the sport, that's fine. But the fact that you're not – you're shitting and saying how much you don't like it, it's like – in the words of my stepdad, go put a fucking skirt on, go on a treadmill and get the fuck out of my way. That pissed me off so fucking much. I don't know about you guys, just somebody who's inconsiderate is the worst attribute ever. Like, ever. Like, the first time I got... 
introduced to somebody who was genuinely inconsiderate was my freshman year of college, and one of my roommates would set his alarm. He would have early class. He'd set his alarm across the room. Yeah, that's a good idea if you don't have roommates. This kid would set his alarm on his desk. He's in the top bunk. It would go off at like 7.30. Mind you, I didn't have to wake up till like 9, 9.30. And he would just let it play. And I just remember like just being in awe. Like, how can you sit here and let your fucking Bone thugs and harmony alarm clock play for like 10 minutes? Like, it blows my mind that somebody would do that shit. Like, I'm the type of person, I'm, like, the complete opposite of inconsiderate. Like, I would set an alarm with the volume of one. And then, like, 20 minutes before I'm supposed to wake up. And then have three others. And I'm, I don't know. I think it's, I think I notice it more because I'm, I make such an effort not to get in people's way that when someone does some shit like that, it just blows my mind, but fuck it. I don't give a shit. He smoked weed, so... Hey, they're silly. Fuck them, right? Notice a lot of people in college do drugs. That's a big thing. Never really got sucked into that. Even out here, like, when I moved out here, like, people are huge into, like, party drugs, which it's like... My thing, my take on drugs is, like, go do them. I don't give a fuck. Have fun. I don't give a shit. It's just the fact that these people are trying to, like, get me to do it. Like, all my friends when I first came out here, a lot of them did, like, fucking Molly. <laughs> Looks like they're just taking a white Sudafed at a club. I'm like, are you all right? You got allergies? What's going on? Just kidding. That was a bad joke. Anyways, a lot of Molly. You know, you see a lot of, uh, a lot of the party drugs. A lot of yayo. Not a lot. Anybody, any family member, I'm just... It's not that much. I'm trying to embellish. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I don't know. When I first went out here, a lot of my friends would do that shit. And uh, it got to the point where I almost felt like I was going to be involved in like a reverse intervention. Like I got all fucking coked out. People sitting me down telling me what I'm doing wrong. Just like, you know, Matt, you're back in weird. You're not dancing for six hours straight. You're barely sweating. You just seem like you have zero interest in staring at these flashing lights. Um, frankly, who are you? Who the fuck are you, bro? No, seriously, who the fuck are you? I'm so high, and I don't know who you are. I don't know who I am. Where am I? I apologize. Is this even... I don't even think this is funny. I'm literally struggling to get through this fucking 30. It's going to be 30 minutes, by the way. I apologize. I just don't feel... By the time you get out of work, you go to the gym, and you drive to an open mic to try to tell shitty jokes, and then you get home, and then you gotta talk to your garage band, which you're convinced no one's ever gonna listen to. It's very hard to get motivated, but uh, you gotta dig deep, which I'm trying to do now, because I have no clue. I didn't even speak about the Super Bowl. It was a pretty badass game, not gonna lie. I don't know why everyone's saying it was so fucking boring. What are you talking about? Why do you need... What do you need? What do you want? You want some flashy diving? I think I thought it was a great game. I was convinced Carolina was. I think I, maybe I think it was a great game because I thought Carolina was just absolutely beat the shit out of them. But quote me, I think last week, and I will rewind back. Um, I was saying I think it'll be a good game. Everyone's convinced Carolina is going to just beat the shit out of them because they just beat a fucking 
piece of shit Arizona team. So everyone's fucking riding the uh, riding that train. And uh, you know what? Denver is fucking way better, dude. Carolina, they make badass plays, but they just look frazzled and they couldn't get their shit together. And uh, even in, I think Broncos played the same way. I could be completely, if somebody who's real into sports is listening to this, I might be wrong, but this is just my take that, I don't know, I thought fucking Broncos were beast mode in uh Patriots game, and they kind of came in with the same attitude, and I sound like a shitty sports analyst, but that's my take, and uh, that's why I should be president. A little callback. All right. It was a good game. I don't know. I feel like I saw articles. Of course, people are shitting on Peyton Manning for some fucked up reason about being boring. I don't know. I don't really understand. Has there ever been an article where just someone's nice? Everything is just why you want to play devil's advocate and why you don't want to agree with the popular opinion of something, and there's just negativity. They were just saying that uh, people shitting on him because he dropped the Budweiser thing. I thought it was great. Talk about a beast. Being just dead-ass honest. I would love to find out that he wasn't even getting paid for that. He's just like, no, I'm gonna fucking go home. I'm gonna fucking put my kids to bed. Bring my woman to the master suite. Put her to bed, if you know what I'm saying. And then I'm going to go fucking crush beers until I forget what the fuck just happened. That sounds like a great evening. I will never know what it's like to win a Super Bowl, but I better believe I'm going to bring my queen home. Put her to bed. Go in the kitchen. I'll probably drink Bud Light because I'm a bitch. Although Budweiser's pretty good, but I'm going to stick to Bud Light and uh, have about six. Get pretty belligerent, throw up, and pass out. But you know what? To each his own. I don't know what kind of evening you guys are having with all your fucking drugs and your molly and getting into clubs like your cool shit, but uh, you give me six beers and a semi-comfy chair, and I'm pretty... It's crazy just how fucking... Uh, I don't know. What if Peyton just went to a fucking club afterwards? Everyone's like, oh, he's all-American. He's going to drink Budweiser alone. He's just in a fucking club getting bottle service. He's actually single. Those aren't even his kids. He's trying to look like a wholesome wholesome person, he's just gonna go do some rip lines in a DJ booth. Sounds like a terrible plan. I don't know what I'm trying to get at. See how tired I am and how little I make sense right now? I can't even stay on track about talking about the Super Bowl without just veering off. I apologize if you're still listening to this. There needs to be like a, not a dislike, but just like a feature where they're like, if I was near you, when you click this button, it indicates that if you were near me, you would A, smack me, and B, throw my computer on the ground, and also encourage me to pick up another hobby rather than doing this because, frankly, it's just going nowhere. Maybe some of you like this, so I don't know. Like I said, I just want to be that background noise that when you're kind of dicking off at work, looking up more plausible Super Bowl sources. Um, I'm just the fucking noise in the background, or maybe I'm just drowning out your boss at a meeting. It would be my honor. Me talking about some piece of shit talking at the gym or trying to act like I know what I'm talking about with sports. I don't know what I'm talking about. I know how to throw a football. I don't know how to talk about the person doing it professionally, though, because frankly, I don't give a shit. That's not my problem. I'd rather just talk about I'd rather talk about psychos in California who have weird freakishly happy attitudes all the time. That's what I'd rather talk about. Um 
as far as this week, in 10 days, it's my birthday. I do. I'll be turning 29, which is a pretty fucking weird thing. It's creepy that I'm almost 30. I don't know what the ages are of most of you probably getting there. I'm trying to, like, I think the older you get, you try to, like, stop being depressed about it, even though it's pretty depressing, and start being like, you know, I'm still young considered, compared to a 30-year-old, even though... Or compared to like a, I don't know, you know what I'm saying? I don't know, I'm trying to be optimistic and I clearly can't like get my point across. But it's like, the more I... Jesus fucking Christ, this is brutal. I can't keep a fucking straight thought. I have literally don't know what I'm talking about. What I'm trying to get at is, although I'm turning 29, the more I see like 21, 22, 23-year-olds, I don't find what they're... Like I remember being interested in the shit they like. But I just don't give a fuck anymore because I feel like the older you get, you just realize how dumb everything you did leading up to that point. That's basically it. Whether your actions or what you're wearing, you did. I didn't like my younger self. In the moment, I was like, dude, I'm the man. This is exactly what I should be saying. This is exactly how I should be posing in this photo. This is exactly what I should be wearing. But now looking back, I'm like, I don't like my younger self. How often do you look at a picture of you, yourself in college and just be like, what the fuck were you wearing? That's usually like my main, or like my haircut. Haircut, any sort of fashion, haircut or clothing. I was just like, what were you doing? I said, grow my hair out in college like I had cool hair. My hair looked Asian as fuck, and I'm not being racist. It was just straight, thin Asian hair. But for some reason, I thought it was it looked cool like a fro. Like a piece of shit. Wearing goddamn... I don't even know what kind of winter hat where it has the flaps on the side. Like, looking back, and he, it's like, who the fuck? How did, like, anybody... Why did no one beat my ass? How, I feel like if a time machine came out, it would just be people going back to beat the shit out of themselves. That's basically it. I want to know, like, the average time... Like, length of time of when you see a photo of yourself and you're critiquing what you're wearing. That's what I think depression is. There's just zero gap of when you see an old photo of yourself to when you're just like, what a piece of shit. But even last year, I'm trying to think of, like, if I saw something that I'm wearing and I'm like, oh, what were you doing? Why am I talking about fashion? I don't know. Everybody wore some dumb article of clothing where in that point in time you thought you were the unique kid wearing it, being cool, and then looking back, I was just like, no wonder why I was just a clown that no one took serious. There was a point where I was wearing a fucking tuxedo t-shirt with a winter hat with flaps and a backpack to parties, and I was like, yeah, this is like that cool thing. It's interesting. People, oh my god. Is this not looping around to my point of, I should have got just bullied. I don't think I was getting bullied enough. That's the problem. If someone just said, why don't you put that hat away, you ugly Asian haired fuck. And I'm not trying to be racist. I'm just saying my hair was straight. It was light. Zero. It's like, dude, cut your fucking hair. Take off the hat. Put your piece of shit tuxedo shirt away and be a normal person. Why don't you just verbally be interesting? Why do you have to wear interesting stuff? What an awful technique.
remember listening to that shit, the pickup artist. Do you guys remember that? The pickup artist? Trying to peacock, it's a term used to, um, <sighs> fucking lukewarm water. Um, it's a term to wear some, like, outlandish bullshit, and I'm definitely, I'm not gonna think, I know, that's why I was doing it. I was like, yo, if I wear a fucking tuxedo t-shirt with this dumb hat, chicks are gonna think I'm cool, come up, talk to me, which, uh, was a terrible idea. I don't know why they were thinking that. And that doesn't work. Nothing about wearing. These guys were basically, if you don't know what it is, it was these fucking guys who clearly were not cool growing up, got fed up, and they started writing books about how to get chicks and how, what to say. Basically, like, open a conversation with an opinion. Uh, wear stupid, as they say, out, an outlandish article of clothing. They'd talk about, write about how just many girls they'd be getting. It's like, no, you're not. Who the fuck do you think you are? You're such a liar. That was like a reality show, but in a book. These guys are lying. Yeah, you might have got some like fucking weird, some girl equally as weird as you, and now you're like fucking ranting and writing a book about it because you picked up a girl wearing a boa. And you know what? Young, naive kids like myself were like, that's what you got to do. And uh, that's how fucking I started wearing those piece of shit hats because I thought some nerd, some 34-year-old nerd writing about how he bangs chicks was cool. And I was like, yeah, I'll do that. But luckily, ditched that. Found myself a wonderful girl. And she is the bully that I need in my life in a good way. I'm not saying a bad thing. I, I like she keeps me grounded. She'll tell me, she'll go, eh, I don't think you should wear that. And I'm like, you know what? I'm thankful. They're not like, why aren't you supporting? No. Tell me what I'm doing wrong. Sometimes I feel like we get so caught up in shit. And when I say we, I mean everybody, you listening to this. We get so caught up in not. Sometimes you need a spotter in life. Just like I was spotting that. I should have spot that kid at the gym. Not with the weights. I should have spot him. And be like, dude, shut the fuck up. Sit the fuck down and lift this weight. I need you chatting like a bitch. We're trying to bench press. What the hell are you doing? Sometimes we need spotters in life. Mainly for me. I don't know, you might have one. Me, personally, maybe it might be clothing. Maybe that uh, bright yellow shirt isn't a good idea. And in the moment, I'm more worried about getting an Uber, what I'm gonna, all these other things that sometimes I just put shit on and I don't realize what the fuck's going on. And luckily... I found someone who uh, will tell me what the fuck's up, and it is a very um, humbling and uh, appreciative thing. It's kind of hard to be brutally honest with somebody, but when you find somebody who, whether it's a friend, a girlfriend, when you find someone who's brutally honest, it's almost like endearing. You kind of don't like to hear it at first, but ten minutes later you're like, thank God for that fucking person, because if it wasn't for them, I'd be walking around with a fucking poppy seed in my teeth looking like a piece of shit laughing at everything and everyone everyone's too bitch to say anything there's like a list of like five things that did i talk about this last week i don't give a shit smelly breath shit in your teeth or the worst you just smell like shit <laughs> i don't know what the worst thing is you can tell somebody which like you're helping them out but it's just hard to hear you know what i'm saying like, I've had somebody tell me, like, yo, your breath fucking stinks. And just, like, the defensiveness in me wants to be like, really? Does it stink? 
fuck you. But apart, and then like I have to stop myself because I'm like, no, they're looking out for me. Don't swear at them because my breast smells like a bag of shit. How dare you? If anything, I should be swearing at everybody but them who's not telling me. And I just feel guilty when I don't tell people. And it's it's more often than none that I just bitch out when I should be doing some humanitarian shit and being like, hey, you, you have shit on your teeth. Wipe it off. But instead, I just pretend like I didn't see it. And I know every single one of you do it, and don't you dare judge me right now because I guarantee every single one of you at one point has talked to someone whose breast smelled like shit, who sat in something that looked like Dookie, who fucking uh, had shit in their teeth. Did I say that already? I don't remember. But anyways, and as president, I'm going to make a law that if you see something or smell something on someone else that can jeopardize their sociabilities, is that a that's not even a word. <laughs> it is now. There's sociabilities. If you fucking see something, uh, you say something. I swear to God, if I was president of Studio City, there'd be bullying. There'd be brutally honest people walking around. And it, you know what? It'd be a better city. If America... I was trying to watch some like, political debates today, and it was just the fucking dumbest shit. They're just shit talking to each other, and... I love, like, political debates where it's, like, towards the end of their speech, they, like, throughout their little, like, speech in the debate, they get progressively louder just to indicate that it's coming to an end. And it almost, like, trains the crowd to, like, start clap. You know what I'm saying? They're like, and if I was elected, I don't need anybody to tell us anything because I think the reform of this is perfect. It's like, what are you building up? Shut up. No one cares. Talk shit to each other. Tell the other person, you know what, your breast smells like shit, you shouldn't be president. We need a president walking around with shit in their teeth, wearing fedoras. Our president should just be the meanest person in the country who's actually just looking out for us. <laughs> they're fucking like, they're like, pep. is it a pep rally? I don't even know. I don't know nothing. They just have these like public visits and it's just you line up and he just shits on you, but it's in a good way. It'd be pretty funny, right? Is this, again, not good? I don't even think any of you are listening. That's why at this point I don't give a shit. If I could, I'd fart into this, but it's my keyboard and I don't want to do anything bad. Oh, bad, like this old podcast. Good job. Anyways. Dude, I've been eating like a piece of shit. I did a DiGiorno pizza last night. Dude, every bite you take out of a DiGiorno pizza feels like you're being divorced. <laughs> For real, though? I'm sick of going to pizza places out here where they don't know how to fucking cook a pizza. Nobody likes a pizza where it's, like, soggy, shit-ass toilet paper in the middle, but it's, like, hard in the... It's like, what are you doing? If you get a pizza under 15 inches and that thing is not crispy throughout, you should get your money back. You should get your goddamn money back, or you should be able to... Like, I wish that these places would just let me go in the back. See? I should just be... Again, be honest. And my last and final point. If president or mayor, there shall be no pizza that's not crispy as fuck throughout. And that's what the bill will say. If you're making soggy, bitch-ass pizzas, unless requested, which... Even that, you'll have to eat 
it'll be you, you can't do that. Fuck that. If you're not cr- making crispy ass pizzas, get the fuck out. You're done. No more. Stick to spaghetti because you can only make soggy bullshit like that. Making some soft ass fucking goop. I don't, I think that's some, every point I made sounds like I would win an election to be a high school president, so. With that being said, guys, that was episode two. I'm sorry, I'm going to apologize for a lot of it. It was not that good. It felt good. It felt like I got through it, I accomplished something. I think we can all work together and get better. I can take feedback. If you guys would like to send me feedback, I'd be more than willing to take it and probably not use it. That was a good burp, by the way. And um, But I would like to hear what you guys think. And by you guys, I mean you, because there's just one of you listening to this. That would be awesome. Share this, like it, listen, love it. Guys, Maddie Chamber Podcast, Episode 2. Thank you so much. Go uh, do better things now. All right, bye.